0: Welcome to Guys Being Dudes Radio, our sub podcast Boys Peeking. On today's episode, Coach and Yours Truly here Tex Mex go through the bulk of the back half of Twin Peaks season 2. We also talk some current events all on this week's episode. So welcome, everybody, to the podcast. We're doing a um, quick and dirty uh, Twin Peaks cast. I know that two uh, uh, two podcasts have been posted that weren't Twin Peaks. Um, I've had actually people reach out and say, so it's just a Twin Peaks podcast. And I'm like, no, it's, it's other things sometimes. But um, yes, you know, this year's been mostly Twin Peaks. Uh, we are nine episodes in. Nine episodes past, episode nine. Uh through the second season. Uh you know, correct me if I'm wrong, coach, but was I correct in indicating that it becomes a slog at some points?
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. <clears throat> some of it I will say I thoroughly enjoy. It. Oh yeah. Like I, I thoroughly enjoy quite a few of the storylines, but there is some stuff in here that we'll get to that is definitely just like, all right, can we just move along a little bit? Like I get it, all right.
0: Right, where you know you you still want to watch the next episode because the one or two storylines you care about, but then it's like it opens on one of the eight storylines you don't give a shit about and you're like, Oh god. <laughs> uh you definitely got through the worst storyline, I believe. Um uh, we'll get I think to I know in... you're
1: gonna I'm sure we'll talk about. It. I think I know what you're gonna <laughs>
0: um but uh just to touch on some some uh some interesting things there's one interesting thing I wanted to talk to mention unrelated to Twin Peaks um so our our podcasts hopefully we're 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 all caught up now on the edits and like uh because we've been I've been I've been releasing like backlogged episodes and officially tonight we should be all caught up but just so so people know the exact time and, and, and date of this it's um uh you know the year's 2001. We're going into Afghanistan, and I, for one, think it's a great idea. Um, oh, we
1: gotta go hunt those terrorists down, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, no, obviously, I just
1: hope, I just hope we don't stay there for another 20 years.
0: <laughs> no, uh, that's the, that's the big terrible news that is happening more or less yesterday in, in a matter of minutes, um, uh, hours, days. Uh, the, the terrible stuff going on over there, but uh, in other. I don't know how I feel about it, um, but, like, throwback news is a weird way to put it. Yik Yak's back. I mentioned it in the uh, group, Me, I don't know if you've seen any of that.
1: I, I saw I saw Boston Market post about it, but I've, I've been in the car all day, so. Oh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, it's back. It looks it looks just like shitty Yik Yak from when we were in college yeah like 2013 ish 12 whenever the the stupid app came out i i have no idea what's going on there i'm sure it's just a data mining uh endeavor there's also just like why (laughs) i booted it up (laughs) uh the bear booted it up and was reading some pretty funny posts in baltimore uh I, I didn't have any any I, the 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 big post for me was like if uh, uh, this hits hundred upvotes I'll go streaking at the Saturday Nats game, and it was at four hundred when I saw it, so we'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it develops. I feel like it, 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 this could go one or two ways. It could be a funny thing that people get really interested in for like a minute,
1: like it did know? when we were in college.
0: Yeah, like a month or two, and then it falls off, whatever, because it, it's 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 not scalable. It's not profitable. I mean, you'd have to sell... Do people even want just location data with no real... I'm, the only thing they have to attach to that is your phone number. That It doesn't seem valuable in any way. Um, it, it was fun at, like,
1: regattas and stuff, but yep. that's such a niche market.
0: Yeah. Of, it like, was, it this was, was only useful at a sporting event. Yep, yep. Uh, I could... Well, so right now it runs like shit. Who knows if it'll get better. But, no, I just thought, like, that. that's probably just such, it's, it's such a wild thing that I, I need to mention now. Because it could also go the way of uh, Vine 2, which Vine came back. A lot of people didn't know this. Vine came back. It came back under a different name. I think it was Byte or something. Um, I think I have the app somewhere. But nobody uses it. It, 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 it didn't go more than a week. They tried to pay a couple people to come over, and they made a couple of bites, but then nothing.
1: Because <laughs> no, TikTok's king.
0: Yeah, TikTok remains king. Uh, but with uh, with that uh, uplifting news, um, we'll get into it. So, uh, speed around nine episodes. We're gonna just rip through them. Uh, general up-down ideas on storylines uh, at the end of the wiki summary, and then we'll go on to the next one. So
1: I do want to warn everybody. <clears throat> Our normal episodes are, you know, we talk about it, and I usually scroll through the episode at the same time. We yeah. don't have access, at least I don't have access to Hulu on my computer where yeah. I record this. And we're also speed-rounding it, so we're probably going to mix up certain episodes and certain storylines. It's okay.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's a... Uh how old is this show it's fucking 20 30 year old show I think I think we'll uh, <laughs> the diehard fans will correct us um so season two overall episode 18 episode number 10 in the season listed title episode 17 alternate title dispute between brothers is the <laughs> first episode why does the storyline even exist? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're going to say that every episode. It's the first episode after, um, you know, figuring out who the killer is was two episodes ago. Um, Getting the resolution to that was last episode where they go like more or less confirm the supernatural element of the show. Right. It's not, it's, it's been there, right. There's like, you know, the ring disappeared. Cooper's kind of getting put in the right direction, but like that's, the whole shit with like the owl and the
1: giant,
0: yeah. Like this is it's it's. I feel like this is a, a a touchstone of them confirming more of the the supernatural element. So, the the first one being like, kind of would be like that. Everybody had visions of Bob, right? Like that would kind of be like once they know three or four different people have seen Bob, like there's something else going on because Gerard, like the one arm man, that's. You know, that could just be a crazy dude. Uh, I think we discussed that in the episode. Like, this man needs medicine. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so this is, this. I'd say this is kind of like the next, uh, after the Giant, this is one of the next big things. So, aired December 8th, 1990. Uh, Cooper tells a distraught Sarah that Leland was a victim of dark forces and was not responsible for his crimes. Donna tells Ed that James uh, blames himself for everything that has happened. Oh, I'm James. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Your favorite character, Twin Peaks Mayor. I think this is a storyline. Uh, yep. <laughs> cool. Twin Peaks Mayor, Dwayne Milford, feuds with his brother, newspaper publisher, Dougie Milford, over Dougie marrying a younger woman, Lana Budding. So, <laughs> I think we'd only seen the mayor in one other episode. Yep. Uh, in like the first episode at the town hall meeting, uh, but uh, with Nadine. this this
1: this storyline, like let's just talk about it now. This storyline comes in, yeah, comes in hot, yep, yeah. and is over in like two episodes. And as far as I know, has no ramifications for the rest of the show. Oh, really?
0: Like it just exists. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, Elena budding. Uh, so the the whole fighting too is at like Laura's. Wait, not wake, but like reception after the funeral, whatever that's called, or, or reception after Leland's. It's just a bunch of people eating in the Palmer household, right? Like it, it's trying, you're there to comfort Sarah Palmer and uh, they just start a fight. But anyway, uh, with Nadine still believing herself to be a teenager, ah. Jacoby... <laughs> there's another one. Jacoby persuades the high school administration to admit her as a student. Bobby plans to blackmail Ben using Leo's tape to provide him, provide for him and Shelly. Catherine tells Truman that her life was saved after the fire by an angel. Um, with the murder solved, Cooper prepares to leave Twin Peaks, but FBI agent Roger Hardy arrives and informs him that he has been suspended for his illegal raid on One-Eyed Jax, while the RCMP officer angrily reveals that cocaine is missing from Jax, prompting the DEA to become involved. Ernie is hired by Jean to raise $125,000 by selling cocaine.
1: Which doesn't seem like a lot for selling cocaine.
0: Yeah, I... Uh, they play real fast and lose with money, and I don't even know, like, that's probably, like, that sounds like, I mean, would that scale to now, like, almost half a million dollars, probably? But, uh, yeah, Ernie's hired by Jean. Uh, Jean. Uh, yeah, while the RCMP officer plots to plant cocaine on Cooper's car... On a camping trip with Cooper, Major Briggs begins talking about the mysterious White Lodge before a bright light flashes and Major Briggs vanishes. So, it's kind of like a tough episode in that, like you're after the climax more or less. Um,
1: yeah, it feels like okay, the climax is over, like, but let's just keep going.
0: Yeah, it's not like an epilogue proper. It's 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 that. Oh no, there's still guys. There's more than half a season left. <laughs> Um. So, plot lines here. Obviously, the the fighting brothers. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, Lana sticks around. She's in it all the way through. Um, I think the last episode, the the uh, attractive woman everyone falls in love with. Uh, yeah, the the high school thing with Nadine. It's uncomfortable. I- it's uncomfortable while still being comical. Like I don't wanna say
1: I hate it, and we'll get more into it, I think, by episode like the last episode I saw, some weird shit starts going on. Um But like it is like it is is whimsical, I should say. Like it's so outlandish. This would never in a million years happen i think
0: i think it just grows on you because the other episodes or the other episodes the other storylines are just so yeah (laughs) i mean like my my main
1: point is is like is is it a good storyline no it's stupid but (laughs) it's stupid in a way that like you enjoy watching it to a degree like having this probably what mid-30s early 40s year old woman Having to live as a teenager is comical to watch, also with super strength.
0: Yeah, that's a weird caveat.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's, it's probably not this episode when she, no, no, it's two episodes. We'll get there. Okay, never mind.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, all in all, like it's, it's, it's a setup
1: episode. There's not a ton going on in this one.
0: Right, right, right. But I'd also say, like, up to this point of the last, at that point, 18 episodes you've seen of season one and season two like that's probably the weakest episode like so far um there will be some weaker ones uh but it's just it's such a like not that the the previous episode was the best but it's like to go from one of the better episodes to the worst episode you've seen so far is a real momentum killer for a lot of people trying to watch it (laughs) it Uh, it is it's a change
1: in tone tone that's for sure
0: Yes, yes. So the next episode is called The Masked Ball. Um, that's Gordon, what
1: we call Boston Markets testicles. <laughs> uh,
0: that's what his next tattoo should be. Um, <laughs> Gordon warns Cooper that the DEA is sending... So I believe originally he's warned that it's they're sending Dennis.
1: Even though it's Denise?
0: Even though it's Denise, Yes a friend of Cooper's, to investigate the missing cocaine. Cooper, okay, so just let me, I just want to roll things back really quick. Um, I am bewildered that Cooper works out of the Philadelphia office, and they're sending him to Washington to do this. And then on top of that, he has a friend from the Philadelphia DEA that they're sending to Washington to, well, I guess maybe if it's like a Philly, like, you could make an argument that the Philly DEA would be investigating the Philly FBI, but then it begs the question, like why was the Philly FBI being sent to Washington? Yeah, um, didn't
1: make any sense.
0: and i I mean, maybe if there was like a a, a serial killer division or something, and I don't know. it's it, the, the, I just know that um uh, the director um loves Philadelphia. It's his, like, it's his muse, one of his muses. So that's that's why I assume there's there, everything is, is Philly that can be Philly. But also nothing has to do with Philadelphia. Um, yeah, Cooper maintains his innocence, uh, insisting he must, quote, focus out beyond the edge of the board, right? So we're starting to get the chess stuff here. Um, riding his motorcycle on the open road, James meets a woman named Evelyn Marsh.
1: And here it is. At a bar.
0: (laughs) She hires him to fix her husband's car. Um, Trying to impress Lucy, Dick and Andy mentor an orphan named Nikki Needleman.
1: Another terrible plot line.
0: (laughs) Hawk reveals that the White Lodge is a mythical place where spirits reside. And that those traveling there must first pass through its counterpart, the Black Lodge. Where the souls, yeah, where the souls of those with imperfect courage will be annihilated by their shadow selves. Uh, Denise Bryson presenting as a woman called Denise. Okay, so Dennis Bryson presenting as a woman called Denise arrives in Twin Peaks and starts her investigation. Uh, Josie reveals to Truman that she worked for a man in Hong Kong named Thomas Eckert, who she believed to be responsible for her husband's death and that Eckert wants her back. Cooper receives a letter from Earl. this is Wyndham Earl containing a chess move and cassette tape saying the King must die. Uh, Andrew Packard, Josie's husband, is revealed to be alive and scheming with Catherine, Catherine to use Josie as bait for Eckerd. So there's a lot in this episode. Yeah, a
1: lot more happens in this episode. That's for sure. So
0: we'll, we'll go down the, the top down. So again, this show is in the nineties. I think we touched on it two podcast episodes ago. Um, for the most part, I I want to uh, commend the show for handling, uh, Trans- yeah a, a tr- trans person uh, in any sense like well like uh, well for the 90s for sure for 30 years ago
1: um, I'll put it this way in the 90s in the middle of nowhere Washington it yeah. would not have been handled that well
0: <laughs> but so, so like as a testament to, to Cooper's character he I, I, I think he was like befuddled at first like caught off guard as anybody would be like th- theoretically if, if you had been interacting with me and then I show up like a year later presenting differently like uh, and you know we don't live in an era of social media where everything is is always present like yeah I like that would be surprising you didn't say, yeah he didn't say anything like wrong but you can tell he's like jarred for a minute but i think cooper immediately adapts and is just like denise is hey. the best law like dea law man i know so i trust her if he wants to go by her call her her like
1: hey um, cooper doesn't kink shame man
0: <laughs> yeah uh so i know that like I, I, there are articles written on like the character being problematic or good or whatever but for what for the era I- it was written yeah, when and, you
1: put it in context of the '90s, that was remarkably well done.
0: Basically, it '90s makes is is a, is a, is a range. It was nine zero, right? So it's basically the end of the '80s, um, and it's on like a major network. It's not on, you know, uh, eight, whatever the HBO equivalent would be, right? It's not some like art network. It is. It is. You know one of your big four channels and obviously like everything could have been done better always in retrospect, but I I was surprised rewatching it. I was surprised that like how there weren't, I mean like there are jokes around it, but most of the jokes aren't necessarily at the, I mean, there's a few that are at the expense of the character, the trans character, but like for the most part, it's, the jokes are Cooper correcting people, right? And like, yeah. stuff around that. Um, but we'll, we'll get deeper. Apparently that character makes a, a return in the third season, briefly. But let's see. So that's just the beginning of it. Denise is going to be investigating Cooper, ultimately working with Cooper to clear his name. Uh, then we get the Black Widow story, which is notoriously the worst story uh in all of Twin Peaks. Oh, it's rough. It's hard to watch. This is the beginning of it. So it's we it's follow It's always James. hard to watch. It's never good. <laughs> we follow James like brooding at a bar that's like just outside of Twin Peaks. Like it can't be more than an hour outside of Twin Peaks. But um he runs into a woman flirts with him like you got to fix my husband's car i dug it into a ditch or whatever drove it into i don't remember it's stupid um he's just the beginning of it and he goes to be like a live-in repairman but um
1: which is just not normal like you shouldn't go do that
0: no uh yeah and then we get this whole (laughs) plot line of dick and andy trying to do like a a big brother thing for an orphan. We'll just keep
1: one upping each other on it.
0: Yeah, they're also convinced that he's like evil, and the kid is kind of a piece of shit. Um, that comes up in the next episode. I think we'll get there. Yeah, uh, Hawk talks about the White Lodge, um, and the Black Lodge, which are important, but well, again, that that's that's pretty far out. Um, it, it I really,
1: really I don't even talk too much about it from where I've gotten. So
0: yeah, the White and Black Lodge become like were before season three of twin peaks the white and black lodge were like the objects of a lot of obsession about the show like i'll just leave it at that um yeah perfect souls twin peaks starts her investigation okay so josie truman nonsense i think i don't know if it's confirmed in this episode so it does it doesn't really matter though uh josie escaped her handler um and has returned i I, like she she brings up this Eckerd guy which i don't know if you've gotten to the end of that plot line but it's like (laughs) It's
1: it's resolved very oddly
0: yeah um it's it's wild so
1: again not just not a great storyline um, I just also don't like Josie. She just annoys me.
0: that's fair uh yeah, Cooper Cooper gets his letter from Wyndham Earl. I don't know if you've seen him yet at this I don't think you've seen it. you seen him in this episode.
1: No you um, do not that I know of at least
0: uh, yeah, then the he the, it becomes this chess game, but then they like he blows off the chess game. uh, I also love that it turns out um. Uh, is it Pete is like a chess yeah. master? Yeah. <laughs> and of course, of course. Um, yeah, and then oh, it turns out uh, Josie's husband is alive. Um, Which was
1: just just such a boring reveal because once it, they started doing the Thomas Eckerd shit, you're like, oh, well, Andrew must be alive.
0: Yeah. Um, well, he's the guardian angel, right? So yeah. Andrew's plan was he knew his death was going to get so, okay. So Hank went to jail for how long? Um, a year, give or uh, take. Um, for okay, he went to jail for hitting a different guy because he didn't want to be convicted of killing this other guy. Um, after but,
1: all, it's the best alibi you got.
0: And he didn't even kill that guy, it turns out. (laughs) And then the guy's solution to, oh, I'm playing this cat and mouse game with my rival, Thomas Eckert, is to live in a cabin for a year um, and make no moves at all (laughs) and just hope somebody finds me (laughs) that is trustworthy to me. I don't know. Uh, The whole Packard storyline is just like it, it is... It is homage to soap opera. Like it is not like in the logic of the the
1: I'll also admit, like, I was kind of half watching some of the especially a lot of those storylines. I was doing a lot of work around the house and shit. So it's like that whole storyline kind of just went right over my head because it was so convoluted. Oh yeah. But also like so simple. Like they could have just told a very simple revenge story. Instead, they decided to do like triple crossing everybody, like everyone's an asshole and fucking each other over. It just got oh just so wait, over
0: the top. It's, it's assholes all the way down. Just wait till that story comes to an end. Um, I, I, that one doesn't resolve until the last episode. But um, so next we get uh, the dreaded episode Black Widow, the Black Widow. Um, so first episode aired in nineteen ninety one. Fun fact. Uh, in an erratic mental state, here we go. Ben hires Bobby to tail Hank, who is working with Jean and Ernie. Cooper inquires about buying property in Twin Peaks, touring a bungalow named Dead Dog Farm. He discovers tire tracks and cocaine. Uh, Dougie dies of a heart attack. Uh, Dwayne accuses Lana, who is an intox- who has an intoxicating effect on men around her, of murdering Dougie with sex. Uh, All
1: right, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> For one, asinine. you can't just accuse someone of causing a heart attack. That's not how murder works. Two, I just want a blatant statement of this entire show. The men in this town are so pussy whipped. Holy shit! <laughs> I the
0: the 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 men in this show are like atypical, like uh, like uh, it's that soap opera, um, like uh, with the exception of Cooper. Okay, taking Lana out of it, with the exception of Cooper, I think every guy in the show up to this point has like
1: a femme fatale or however you say that?
0: Yeah, yeah, around them in some way and like Cooper will have his his, his own development and what have you but like
1: I, yeah, I, He avoids I, the whole Audrey bullshit and we clearly see something's happening here with uh Wyndham Earl and the ex-wife and whatnot.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, it, it, it's that like I don't know how, how to put it, though. It's like sitcom almost. It's not even like soap opera. It's like sitcom, like, there's one attractive woman at the supermarket or one attractive person moves into town. And it's like the talk of the town. Like, that's this Lana storyline in particular. Like, they've all kind of been um, weird with women. But, like, yeah. I... <laughs> there's, like,
1: Ed, Ed in, uh What's-Her-Face from the Triple R. D- double R. Double R. Bobby and, uh, um, uh, she- uh, Bobby and uh, Shelly, Shelly, Shelly. um, Truman and Josie, gonna... uh, Pete, and Catherine. Pete <laughs> and Catherine. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. Um, Nadine yeah, like
1: joins... the, the Nadine thing will play out too.
0: Yeah. Na- <laughs> Nadine joins the high school wrestling team and easily defeats Mike, whom she has a crush on. Um, Evelyn's brother Malcolm reveals to James that Evelyn's husband beats her regularly and that she damages his cars in retaliation. Um, While changing a flat tire with Nikki, Dick narrowly avoids injury when the car falls off the jack. Major Briggs' superior, Colonel Riley, informs Cooper that the Major's disappearance is a matter of national security and that the message he shared with Cooper originated from the woods near Twin Peaks, um, threatening to give uh, her up. Eckard, Ka- uh, oh, give her up to Eckard. Catherine employs Josie as her maid. Cooper publishes his response to Earl's chess move in the newspaper, but Earl anticipates his response. Um, Denise blackmails Ernie. Into helping her and Cooper create a sting for Jean, Major Briggs miraculously returns in his living room. Okay, it's so another 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 long one. We'll we'll try to rip it quicker. So, uh, right. So B- Ben is uh, Bobby tailing Hank. This is just kind of like the beginning of Ben spiraling, which becomes a major thing. Love it. Um, Love that storyline. That's uh, that's. I don't. Has it concluded with you yet or no? Uh, it's getting there, I think. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, it, it's pretty wild. Billy Zane shows up, but oh yeah, I've, I've seen Billy Zane. <laughs> um, yeah. So who was working with Jane and Ernie? Yes. So uh, Jean and Ernie, uh, Cooper. Yeah. So this is this is Cooper had inquired, like four or six episodes ago, like, um, to his tape recorder that he needed to buy property in Twin Peaks. And, of course, he goes for a bungalow named Dead Dog Farm. Yeah. <laughs> um,
1: well, it's only the damned and the gifted and the only yeah. certain people are attracted to the place. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Pretty much. So uh, he finds out, like, this is where cocaine deals have been happening. This um, is
1: where all of the cocaine is.
0: This is it. This is the one spot uh yeah so dougie dies of a heart attack dwayne du- is like yelling i don't know if it's in this episode or the next but i'll spoil it he like shows up to the police station with a fucking shotgun <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and and their solution is just okay also when lana's there like she's just talking just telling like her life story and they have like she has her own theme music and all the men are just there standing around her pouring coffee like listening and laughing there's a um There's this one really surreal episode, even for this show, or or scene, even for this show, where, like, Lucy is walking through the police station, and she just hears laughing, and she, like, slowly gets closer and closer to the, like, the meeting room, and she opens the door, and it's just, like, every guy in the show standing around her, like, listening to her talk about falling off a horse or something, and...
1: Literally, like, nobody can pay attention to Josie. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, to, to Lucy, yeah. Lucy. It's, it's such a, it's such a, just, so, it, there's so many surreal things in this show, but that was like, like jarring almost. So I don't know when that is. The, the whole Lana storyline is just wild. So um, we never learn if she actually did murder Dougie. Uh, Nadine. Joins the high school wrestling team. I don't. I think they kick her out of cheerleading, or she doesn't make cheerleading. And but the uh, the coach's speech when he's telling everybody that she's joining the team is fantastic. I I, I kind of remember that coach looked like. Or, or I just remember that coach being a, like very, like uh, I don't give a shit. You're gonna deal with it. Like kind of weird character. Yeah,
1: he was doing the whole thing. I think it was in reference to Jim Thorpe. The uh native american that did Uh, everything despite racism and he's like this this racist coach didn't want any colored people until jim thorpe showed up and started running like the dickens
0: (laughs) yep yep and he's like so now nadine's gonna be on the team (laughs) um yeah she beats the shit out of mike um
1: which turns out he's into that
0: yeah he he he, (laughs) i hope this doesn't awaken anything in me um (laughs) Yeah, Evelyn's... Bro- okay, the Black Widow storyline. I'm just gonna... It, 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 Malcolm is in her brother. She is using James to... Which is just a terrible plan. She wants James to fix the car so that... She can, can then break
1: the car again. <laughs>
0: yeah, so well, then she can cut the brakes so then he'll die, her husband will die and then they can blame the murder on James. And it's this whole thing about, like, he, he ends up sleeping with her, and Malcolm, the butler driver, turns out to be, like, her lover, not her brother, and it's their plan, but... But
1: not really lover, because he ends up beating her anyway, yeah, and then he falls in love with James somehow. He must be really good in bed.
0: she I don't know if she... The first time it felt like she was lying, but then she's not lying, but then she's helping James, and I don't fucking know what's happening with that, and it doesn't end up mattering at all. Um...
1: Yeah, it was all pretty stupid
0: storyline. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So uh, Dick feels like he's almost killed when he's around Nikki, and then I don't.
1: Uh, it might be because you put the jack on wrong. Absolutely,
0: Dick. absolutely. <laughs> There's no way in shit Dick knows where to put the jack. Like, <laughs> given what we know about this character, um, and then we get kind of like some of the military stuff. Major Briggs is about to show back, or he does show back up. But, like, the the rest of the Air Force, the military, seems, like, more concerned with, like, keeping everything secret than, you know, helping. And that's, like, the first hint of that. Um, yeah. Catherine, we get more of the, the Catherine, Josie, Eckert, uh, what's his name, Andrew, like, intrigue in that she makes, she's blackmailing Josie into being her maid.
1: Um, and who cares? All right, next episode. Yeah. That's enough. Pretty-
0: Yep. Uh, checkmate is the next episode. Uh, we have checkmate, double play, slaves and masters, the condemned woman, wounds and scars, and on the wings of love. I believe so.
1: Uh, I guess we should talk about Major Briggs returning because the scene between Bobby and the, his mother is funny
0: enough. Right. Yeah. There's like a lightning strike, and he like pops up on the couch in the middle of like, <laughs> just standing there, making <laughs> me a drink, son. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> um. He's got like a, a three triangle scar on the back of his right ear, and he recalls a vision of a giant uh, owl. Uh, we we later learn that like the log lady has a similar scar. I don't know if that's come up for you yet.
1: Yeah, it comes uh, it comes up big in like the last episode I saw.
0: Um, yeah he he becomes upset, wondering if his experience is meant for his soul. <laughs> uh. He tries to explain to Cooper that the Air Force has been unofficially searching for the White Lodge, but they are uh, interrupted by soldiers who escort the major away. Yeah, so that he, he comes back and, and then like like I said, we got the first hint of it in the last episode, and now they're like Air Force is like, Why'd you spill your beans? <laughs> Don't spill the beans. Um, anxious, Ernie calls Jean to arrange the sting operation. Oh yeah. So, so, um, Denise gets a hold of Ernie. Uh, I think they blackmail him like in so much as that he, he's doing something that would fuck up his parole or whatever, if I remember correctly. So he, he just, they, they make him work with them. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Ernie sets up the sting at dead.
1: Oh, Ernie's character is just a mess. Why were you trusting this guy to set up a sting?
0: Yeah. I enjoy Ernie. Uh, of, all the, of all the like random fucking characters that add nothing no. to the story.
1: Like, I- I'm not saying it's not funny. I enjoy <laughs> it. It's just like, why, why are we trusting this man to do anything?
0: Yeah. Dick becomes paranoid that Nikki may be the personification of Satan and unless enlists Andy. uh, Andy's help in raiding the orphanage files to investigate.
1: So that's just Which the like- slapstick humor in that scene. Like, also, yep. Andy's a cop. <laughs>
0: Like, just go in and get the files. Yeah, I, I, Andy, given the nature of this, like, universe, yeah, there's not a scenario where Andy couldn't be like, excuse me, ma'am, I need to just see these files real quick. Um. Ben comes to believe that he is Robert E. Lee. <laughs> fucking love re- it. The Battle of Getty- Gettysburg, changing history so that the Confederacy won. Um,
1: also, the fact that uh, Dr. Uh, Jacoby... Is just sitting there watching it all happen. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just fucking notes. hysterical. <laughs> um. Well, I just like that this with this Ben storyline. It's that whatever we're, we're in, we're in a bad storyline. We're in a good storyline. We're in a tense one. Whatever. It cuts back to Ben, and he's just got like progressively crazier and crazier. Like it starts out with him being really obsessed with like like a, a eight by eight table, like a normal. Their, like normal enactment of a battle kind of like doing his own spin on it and then you come back and he's in the confederacy uniform and then you come back and he's like you know he's bringing the the hotel staff to like uh you know sing uh dixie and shit and then you come back and he's like made a fort and like he, and he gives it a faker and shittier accent and then he's, like, writing fan fiction about, like, the, that they're going to get Lincoln. He personally gets Lincoln to surrender or something.
1: Oh, um, everything about it's amazing, and I love it.
0: Yeah. Uh, so James finishes uh, fixing Evelyn's husband's car, and they have sex. Um, Trillin, <laughs> that's very
1: blatant in the wiki entry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's just like that. Um, Truman deputizes Cooper. All right, because Cooper can't be a part He's of... He's an
1: FBI agent, so... Do anything.
0: so... Yeah, Cooper Cooper deputizes them, so that Which can't be legal. Truman Truman. Depu- yeah, I mean, that's... The mechanisms are more fixed now, but, like, deputies are... Like, you elect sheriffs, generally, or they're appointed, and then if there is not a mechanism uh in place which i think everywhere for the most part has like oh you got to go to you know police school six months whatever or an equivalent and you know then you come out and you're a deputy instead of a cop and blah 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 um there, i'm sure there's a lot of places just have like currently in the year of our lord 2021 uh rules like like it's like the posse generating rules right like oh uh, you just got to get everybody in town and make a posse to go lynch somebody because like that that's what the them's the rules on the books <laughs> so i'm sure i would not be surprised if this town in the middle of nowhere truman can just deputize anybody
1: i guess but i just said that you can't just get suspended from the fbi and then join a police
0: force i, I you you think that <laughs> but i'm sure if we did some digging on the internet we could find something uh <laughs> so he, he deputizes cooper so cooper can help out um uh as they leave for the sting jean foils the sting and holds cooper hostage uh denise just jean jean i keep saying jean because of how it's spelled but yeah so jean jean like shoots the canadian right uh and i don't remember how he finds out the sting but like it's it's a nightmare and like cooper trades himself right to be a hostage and, and get people out i believe yeah um Denise poses as Dennis uh, to be the buyer for the sting, and it, it falls apart. And it, like it ends the. Uh, let's see. I, I, we'll get, we'll circle back to that in a second. But yeah, Denise just, just distracts Jean, uh, allowing Cooper to shoot him. A power outage hits Twin Peaks. Leo awakens from his coma, startling a terrified Shelby. Something that you called uh, also. <laughs> nah. I wouldn't say I predicted
1: that. That was about as obvious as a guess.
0: <laughs> also, like, Shelly, like, they haven't talked about Shelly a lot in the wiki entries. All her storyline is is hating having to clean up after and work on, like, this on this, like, comatose Leo while uh, Bobby gets worse and worse and then breaks up with her. Um... It's it's not interesting. It's just miserable. You
1: um, just feel bad for
0: her. <laughs> yeah. She gets her job back at the double R. But power outage hits Twin Peaks. Yeah, Cerna and Shelley. Cooper, Truman, and Hawk discover that the power outage was caused by a fire at the power station. And Earl has planted a corpse in Truman's office with one hand pointed at the chessboard. So, real, real, real quick. Um, Briggs, the major Briggs stuff. I mean, it's it's more mystery. I don't think we 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 resolve it anytime soon. Uh, Ernie, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll circle back to that at the end. Uh, the Nikki Satan stuff, yeah, they have some slapstick humor. There's nothing really exciting there. Whenever they they bring it to Lucy, she just shits on them and is like, "He's a kid. Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> because um, they both be, start to believe he is Satan uh, we talked about the Ben stuff yeah so the way Denise distracts everybody is by dressing going back to identif- like dressing as a woman identifying as a woman and like coming in dressed as like a waitress yeah, and it, was like
1: a, it was a double R outfit I think
0: I think it was a double R outfit and like is flirting at Jean and like shows Cooper a gun on her leg and like that's the distraction and they like they 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 attack Jean and at one point it looks like he's going to get away and he like runs back across the screen and Cooper just shoots him in the back <laughs> Jean
1: Jean is just so bad at everything he did in this show
0: yeah yeah <laughs> although i love his accent um <laughs> yeah, and then there's the the so literally they 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 take John that villain out of the show and they like present us with uh Wyndham Earl. So at this point you haven't seen Wyndham Earl yet, but like it's it's a corpse um like stabbed a couple times and then like he does like serial killer shit and is pointing at the next chess move um and that's why he started a fire to blow the power, to sneak a body into the police station, to taunt Cooper. Um, which how how did he manage this? <laughs> he's a, he's a genius. Uh, just just wait with to the to, till we get to some more Windermere shit. So, uh, next episode called Double Play. Cooper accurately predicts the corpse's wounds because they match. You know he's dealt with Windermere before. It's just Cooper being smart and already knowing what Wendell Merle does. And he, I think he even predicts like, oh, he probably is like a, a you know, truck driver or something random. Uh, some vagrant, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, there's a truck driver missing from two towns over. Um, Leo corners Shelby with an axe. Bobby arrives at the last minute, distracting Leo long enough for Shelley to stab him in the leg. Um, a wounded Leo wanders away at night. Uh, Lucy and Dr. Hayward Scorn Dicky and Andy's yep efforts to prove Nikki's malice, revealing Nikki's the victim of a lifetime of tragedies, which yeah it's I mean that's the that's the humor of that is that it turns out that Andy and Dick or were idiots, but also like the kid is it sucks like everything the show with the kid sucks like
1: yeah like he he is just a little little shit
0: he's a piece of shit. Um, Cooper reveals that years ago he and Earl were assigned to protect Earl's wife, Carolyn Powell, after she witnessed a federal crime. Cooper, Which you wouldn't assign the person's husband no, to do no, this. No, 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 you wouldn't. Uh, Cooper admits to having loved Carolyn and that she died after he was wounded by an unseen assailant. Cooper believes that Earl committed the crime Carolyn witnessed and that he murdered her. So that's just such a wild set of shit. Because then it's like, what? At first, you know, you think that something tragic happened. That drove Earl off the edge, like Cooper's partner that, you know That's what they've it, been alluding to
1: this whole time. Like something sent him off.
0: Yeah. And then it's like, oh no, he killed his own wife because he did a crime and she saw the crime he did. He's always been a bad guy. And it's like, oh, okay. Um it gets wilder, but uh Cooper admits, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Cooper believes that Earl committed the crime, yeah, 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 in a delirious state. Major Briggs confesses that he believes he was taken to the White Lodge during his disappearance. Um, yeah, I, the, there's a little bit of the the Major's like, the Air Force doesn't give a shit. Let me tell you guys what's going on um, after he gets away from them. But uh, we get a little bit of the Eckerd storyline here. Thomas Eckerd arrives in Twin Peaks. Jonathan is found murdered in Seattle. So that was the handler, I believe, for yeah. Josie. Um, leading Cooper and Truman to suspect Josie, Evelyn reveals her husband has died in a car accident. It's <laughs> I just remember the sound mixing of all that being really funny, where he like drives <laughs> off and then you just hear the car crash immediately. Um, <laughs> it was so ridiculous. Yeah, le- leading James to realize that she and Malcolm uh, revealed to be her lover have framed him for killing her husband. Uh, Leah stumbles through the woods into a log cabin where a man introduces himself as Wyndham Earl. Who already knows who Leo
1: is, and somehow knew that Leo is going to show up.
0: Yeah, I will, because he's a genius. He's a genius who carried a corpse by himself into the police station after starting a fire at the power station. Like, anything is possible for Wyndham Earl. I'm sorry. What? Is that the... No, no way. One second, one second. I'm scrolling through the wiki... I just need to confirm something that I'm reading here. Um, The next episode was directed by Diane Keaton?
1: I know, I saw that. I was going to mention it when we got there.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs)
1: Episode episode 25 is James Foley who did the sequels in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies.
0: (laughs) Wild, this show. So apparently directed by Diane Keaton. Slaves and Masters. Um... Evelyn frames James for her husband's death. Yes, uh, he's just on the run. It's a dumb storyline. What's her name's in it? Um, Donna. Uh, Donna. So
1: she- important that she's not even mentioned in the wiki.
0: Yeah, Donna's upset with James, understandably, but at the same time, I just—it's just such a—it's—it's—it's it's, it's so bad. It's so bad nobody cares nobody cares see nobody cares um hiding from the <laughs> police james meets with donna who tries to help him prove his innocence albert returns yeah albert's back and he's a good guy now like, like the, the hug between him
1: and truman uh, Truman is very awkward
0: <laughs> yeah it's, like, we, it's been days it hasn't been years
1: or anything it's been yeah. days they're just magically best friends
0: now, because <laughs> he told them he's an, a he's a he's a militant pacifist. So, um, warning that Earl has sent fragments of Caroline's clothing to various locations across the country. Uh, Earl imprisons Leo, placing a shot collar on his neck and forcing him to transcribe a poem. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, <laughs> some people don't like the Wyndham Earl shit before the, the very last couple episodes when David Lynch comes back. I I enjoy him just being this like eclectic weirdo villain. Um, I thoroughly, I do enjoy it. Like it's
1: bonkers, but I love it.
0: <laughs> I don't know if it's in this episode, but the whole episode, the, the, whatever fucking episode it might be the next one, opens with him playing the flute that is the yeah. soundtrack to the episode <laughs> is and then beating leo with it i could not stop fucking laughing like <laughs> it makes a good weapon whack whack whack, whack. yeah it just <laughs> jesus um god i i i enjoy wyndham earl um Yeah, that like little bit of whatever it is called, like diegetic music or whatever, where he's literally playing the soundtrack. I just think that's fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> his, his, his nefarious plot with the girls and
1: like the all the stupid costumes that he wears that aren't even good.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I forgot he w- wears costumes all the time. Oh my God. Great, great times. I, I, I like whimsical Wyndham Win- Earl and, and where he ends up is, I think, makes sense. But, um, Cooper secretly takes a fiber sample from Josie's coat. Yeah, Josie refuses to discuss Jonathan's murder. Um, Albert identifies uh, the fiber as Vicunia, uh, found outside Cooper's room after he was shot, overwhelmingly favoring Josie as the assassin. So, um the mystery that everybody forgot about and always forgets about is who shot Cooper at the end of season one. And it turns out it was Josie. Um, Cooper and Truman suspect.
1: Uh, Which, if- honestly, like, I'll, I'll stop you there. Like, yeah. I feel like they had him shot just to have him shot. Yeah. Yeah. And then later they were like, Oh, we should probably wrap that up at some point. So they just tied it into a random story later. Yeah, like it was just convenient that it was Josie, because it makes zero sense for Josie to shoot him. Like he even asked her, "Why did you shoot me?" And I think your response is just like, "Well, you were here."
0: <laughs> yeah i I don't think that's ever fucking resolved, man. It's it's so wild. But um, favorite Josie is the assassin, Cooper and Truman suspect that every time Earl takes a piece in the chess game, he kills a person in real life. Um. Vainless Pete, an expert chess player, in helping to stalemate the game to prevent further loss of life.
1: Um, Which Earl does not appreciate.
0: Nope. Audrey, Jerry, Bobby, and Jacoby take part in Ben's fantasy. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, revising history so that Ulysses S. Grant surrenders instead of Lee, triggering Ben's return to reality. Um, <laughs> Jacoby's like all about. It. He's
1: like he needs to finish this, and then it'll be all better.
0: Well, also like as they Jacoby is in like every scene, but only talks in like two of them. The rest is just in the background taking notes or like singing along to whatever victory song. Yeah. Um, I do love the little moment when
1: Bobby walks in and watching it with Shelly, and Bobby's just like, oh, "I thought the North won the war."
0: Bobby hasn't <laughs> been to school in like a month at this point. <laughs> Remember, remember when the show started and Bobby and Mike were selling cocaine for Leo? How yeah. far we've come. Whew. Bobby's made such an upswing. Um, <laughs> good God, one second. Uh, okay. So, triggering Ben Ben's return to reality. Uh, donning a disguise, Earl delivers a torn fragment of a poem to Shelley, Audrey, and Donna um and just why donna why why? (laughs) oh yeah he has a whole scene with donna also he he shows up later dressed as a librarian um who knows the poem and reads it back to audrey so that kind of begs the question why did he give all three girls a piece and then come to them and solve it for them um (laughs) i know it's like the threatened cooper but like still stupid um malcolm tries to kill James, but Evelyn, confessing that she genuinely loves James, fatally shoots Malcolm. Um, Earl plants Caroline's death mask and a cassette tape in Cooper's bed. Uh, really
1: didn't know that a death mask was a thing.
0: Yeah. Just wild shit. Why would, why would you want that? Uh, it's Earl, twin to Merle. He's whimsical, but also menacing. Um, the condemned woman. Uh, Earl's message for Cooper taunts him to make his move in the deadly chess game. Albert presents ballistic evidence that confirms Josie shot Cooper and murdered Jonathan, which Truman overhears. Uh one's no en- whispering. They <laughs> yeah, we were just talking out loud. Ben enlists the help of his business associate. John Justice Wheeler to foil Catherine's plans for the Ghostwood development. Uh, I believe John Justice Wheeler is Billy Zane. Um, Billy Zane, everybody! When he (laughs) showed up, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) He showed up to be Audrey's love interest. Um, And together with Audrey and Jerry, they formulated a plan to stage a protest. And wearing Uh, a lot of eye makeup. Yeah, over the, the the disruption posed to the natural habitat of the pine weasel by the development. Um, Catherine coerces Josie to meet with Eckerd, which Josie realizes will lead to her imminent return to Hong Kong. Andrew reveals himself to Eckerd, warning him that Josie is dangerous. The torn fragments of Earl's poem delivered to Shelley, Audrey, and Donna contain an invitation to meet at the roadhouse. The three of them go there and realize that someone has arranged their meeting.
1: Which, Disguide- again, why does everyone in this town just listen to random notes that strangers handed them?
0: Yeah, exactly. Disguised Earl watches on, but doesn't introduce himself to them. Cooper and Truman ambush Josie at the Great Northern. She fatally shoots Eckert before dying of unexplained cause. Of an unexplained cause. She ends up sucked in the doorknob, right? The the, the dress- Yeah. Um, by something, uh, the evil <laughs> of the yeah, We see Bob. We see the Yeah. Bob somehow sucks her into a, 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 a doorknob. Uh, Cooper ambushes Trum. Uh, yeah. Uh, she just, her art just stops. Uh, a vision of Bob taunts Cooper followed by the dwarf from Cooper's dream. <laughs> Dancing. Josie's face appears trapped in a wooden knob on a drawer. Uh,
1: So I I can't wait to see how this one plays out. Because I can't imagine Josie's gone trapped in a drawer.
0: (laughs) You'll see what happens. (laughs) Um, So uh, the second to last episode we're going to talk about today, Wounds and Scars. Uh, Truman mourns Josie. Oh yeah, he's like drinking in his office like for an entire episode, uh, leaving Cooper and Hawk to take over the sheriff's duties. Um, Norma's half-sister, Annie Blackburn, who is Heather Graham. Um
1: <laughs> did or, not know she was in this show.
0: <laughs> the lovely and gorgeous Heather Graham. This is the one directed by James Foley. Um, yeah. Arrives in Twin Peaks after having run away from a convent. Um, the log lady is transfixed by major Briggs scars telling Cooper that as a girl, she disappeared for several days and returned with similar scars on her legs. Um, it's not like twin peaks official canon, but like Mark Frost has written a bunch of books, I believe basically his version of twin peaks and in the book, like the log lady, major Briggs and like another character all got abducted by aliens as children or some shit, but uh, just, just a fun little book note there. Uh, Wyndham Earl realizes uh, with fury that Cooper is attempting to stalemate the game. eckert's assassin... Okay, so this is another weird one. Eckard's assassin, Jones, delivers... Assistant a... Jones. Assistant, assistant. Yeah, you're right. Uh, <laughs> later, assassin. Assistant Jones delivers a puzzle box from Eckerd to Catherine. Disguised, Earl visits Donna and leaves a gift for her father, pretending to be... A colleague from medical school. Later, Dr. Hayward is disturbed by this encounter as the colleague Earl intimidated drowned several years earlier, and the gift is a chess piece intended for Cooper. Audrey and Dick organize a fashion show to promote the Stop Ghostwood campaign, where Catherine tells Ben that an environmental impact assessment has already proven the Pine Weasel is not threatened by the development.
1: In Which also feet. I love, the fashion show is it, them in a bunch of flannel.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's lumberjack <laughs> shit. It's so While Dick gets attacked by the weasel. It's a it's, it slapstick and stews ensues. Um, yeah. She's saying he, he's acting out of self interest rather than genuine empathy. Um, a live pine weasel runs amok at the event while Truman rests jones breaks in uh incapacitates the officer uh looking after him and joins him in bed it's um, just a, why why
1: why does this even happen <laughs> this, uh,
0: yeah exactly so you start the the, the last episode we're going to talk about on the wings of love this woman attempts to kill the sheriff just because the whole thing made noise like i legit thought i missed
1: something when yeah, this episode started
0: yeah. Yeah, every every the three times I've seen that episode, I always pause it and like try to rewind. I'm like, oh, that's that's the beginning of the episode. Um Yeah, she just tries to kill him. He he knocks her out. Um Cooper speculates that Eckard wanted Truman dead out of sexual jealousy over his love affair with Josie. But the thing is, like, Eckard's dead, right? Or yeah, Eckard's dead. Why does this woman give a shit? Um. I I mean I I guess maybe it's some weird Hong Kong thing where she doesn't get paid if if this guy doesn't die also, but she's his assistant. I'm sure she'd be fine. Finding it could just it seems like a lot of risk for no fucking reason. Like the puzzle box delivery is, seems like her main job. Um, mm. And believe it or not, I don't think she shows up in the story again after this episode. <laughs> All right, I don't
1: doubt it. That's a concept in this
0: show. Um. Yeah, they, they lock her away, and she's asking for, like, the South African embassy or something, and that's kind of the end of it. Uh, I think that's the last we hear of her. Um, Cooper Speck, yeah, yeah, yeah. Audrey flirts with Wheeler, who, offers, who offers to take her flying in his private jet. Um, a bonsai tree is delivered to Truman's office, supposedly sent by Josie uh, prior to her death. Unbeknownst to Cooper and Truman, the Bonsai was sent by Earl, who planted a listening device in it. Uh, Glenn...
1: Which, why, why why go with the Josie thing? That's like a 50-50 shot. Truman chucks that thing straight in the trash.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's... We're
1: talking about a man that can sneak into the police department, hide a body, and leave, but he can't put a wire in there at the same time?
0: Yeah, I mean... It... He's obsessed with the chess game aspect, and that's going to pivot. But like, I, I wouldn't. Earl, the, the whiz me um, the, the whimsy of this man. So, Gordon returns, reinstating Gordon's best character, reinstating Cooper as a federal agent, and reveals Earl has a history with Major Briggs, and that they share a special interest in the Black and White Lodge. Uh, Earl reveals to Leo that he intends to kill the winner. Of the upcoming Miss Twin Peaks beauty pageant. Not to be confused with the lumber (laughs) pageant we saw earlier. Um, Donna discreetly follows Eileen to a secret meeting uh, with Ben. That's her mother, I believe. Gordon Gordon meets Shelly, who he can inexplicably here perfectly which is just an
1: amazing scene
0: i love everything about this he doesn't need he kiss her in front of bobby and like <laughs> i think i think uh um he, he walks in and he's like what the hell's going on because they're like flirting and getting closer uh gorge and shelly and then he turns around to bobby and he says like it's something along the lines of like you uh, sir, are about to see. I uh, have a full frontal view of two adults expressing intimacy to each other or something, and he like kisses Shelly on the mouth.
1: <laughs> I don't think I saw that.
0: <laughs> I maybe it's in another episode or something, or the next one, but like it, it's, it's if if you haven't seen it, it's coming up. And I'm sorry I spoiled it, but it's fucking hilarious.
1: Um, I, I love the, the whole scene, and then Cooper also flirting with uh
0: Heather Graham, yeah. Yeah, that's his new love interest. Um, yeah. t- 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 Annie recognizes Major Briggs and Log Lady Scars as petroglyphs from Alcave. Um Donna receives a postcard from James, who's gone to Mexico to clear his head, but promises to return. So, with Lots of stories. Yeah, Mexico's wicked far. Like, why wouldn't he just go to Canada? <laughs> or, you know, just
1: he just kind of skipped over California.
0: Yeah, or just go to California. Um Cooper discovers the petroglyph but is unable to make sense of it. Later Earl visits the cave. Uh cave wall visit the cave and the cave wall rumbles violently. I think he like takes it. It's like a weird Indiana Jones shit um with this al cave.
1: Yeah, that's where I ended.
0: Well, uh we'll we'll call it a night there. I mean, so far, what do you think of of the post ending season?
1: I do still enjoy. It. I enjoy watching it, but it's definitely not the uh, like when we were first on the show, I was really looking forward to watching that next episode of the next week for the podcast. Yeah. now like this is just like I've got other shows I'm watching and I kind of I just forget to watch Twin Peaks.
0: Yeah, well, you've only got four left. Um, I would recommend yeah, so- for the, the next three. Because the last one is very, very, very good. Uh, Lynch comes back and just
1: Yeah, we bring Frost back as well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All, All right. right. Well, we'll uh, we'll truck through those. Um, wrap you got anything Peaks? to go out on?
0: I have nothing to go out on. After we do Twin Peaks, the show, we can do... Um...
1: I was thinking about talking about board games.
0: Yeah? Yeah. Anything in particular?
1: I, this new game called Stratego, actually, is a is an interesting one. I think we could have a good podcast about it. Yeah, never heard of it. It's a, it's, a, you know, it's a simple game, kids game for sure. But two people, set up some pieces, got to try to capture opponent's flag. You know, I won't go into too much of that. I'll let you uh, experience for yourself. But yeah, I, I think we should talk about it sometime.
0: Maybe we could have a live stream on board. Uh, game simulator, tabletop simulator. (laughs) Sounds like fun. All right, man. Have a good night. All
1: right. See ya.